Yeah. Hey. 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 Hey, that shit vibes so hard right there. Watch when that beat drop. Hey. Southern cousin DJ Remy Hendrix in the building over here. We got Gucci Luciano. We got the truth, man, loud and clear. All right, as you know, this is part of my bullshit. This is our author records episode. We back once there, again. Yeah, there is no structure to this shit. We just just like random thoughts that we had. We just want to get in. We just acting them full. You may hear music. You may hear mixes. You may hear just random topics. with like the transitions may be crazy, but it's just a couple of things that we just wanted to add in and just have fun with it. So, with that being said. Apparently, we had like a, you know, we like to tell people, okay, if you got a question or a topic that you want us to discuss or a question that you want us to answer, reach out to us and we'll get to it. So apparently somebody, you know, apparently must have DM'd my man Geechee over here. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a DM or if it's just, I don't know, or the PNB pod. I don't he got, know. He got a family, man. Oh, uh, my bad, G. They, they DM the pod, man. They DM the pod. I don't know who it was, but he the one, he's the one that caught it. You know what I'm saying? Let's clarify that. They DM the podcast. At, at the PNB pod. At the PNB pod. <laughs> I'll take that one on the chin, my man. But uh, they DM the podcast, you know, and... Um, what was the question though? Like, what was it something to do about men being hoes or something like that? Yeah. So, in light of all the stuff that's been going on, especially with the whole Kevin Hart situation that we um, we talked about in the last episode, the question that the listener wanted us to respond to was, "When do men decide to stop being hoes?" So I, you know, I said, "So what do you mean by hoes?" And you know, she dug a little deeper. She said, "Well, more so, when do men decide to slow down?" She said, you know, I definitely want to know the answer to this. You know, I've been having a conversation with some of my other male friends, but we want to hear the take from the pod. So, you know, I said, hey, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Man, they sound like they watch Insecure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was funny. I was having this conversation with one of my better friends, and he was saying um, one of the weird things is that, you know, the the mantra is that when when, when a guy gets into a relationship, and and goes on to marry a woman, they always coin it as him settling down. You know, what's what's that all about? Why why is it that he has to settle down? Why is it that you know they? It's not seen as him or or them growing together. You know what right. I mean? It, it's just weird how how we coin certain things. So it was interesting, when, you know, when my best friend said that, and I was like, man, you know, I never thought about it like that. Settling down. But that word is the word is just funny, right? It's yeah. not settling because it makes it seem like, damn, I didn't gave up on life and now I'm yeah, stuck, right? And more so now I'm deciding this is the person that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not you settling. Be rejoicing. Yeah, yeah, this is like my this is my happy period. Like I found the one. I'm, I'm not gonna settle for just any old anybody because that means if that's the case, I would have been got married. Well, if that's the case, I would never get married because why would I want to settle? You know, this is the one that is gonna make me quote unquote whole. Not that you know you need somebody to make you whole, but just using the term. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, that's the I, I always say. I think that's one of the major issues is that a lot of people do settle. You know, you. I always say there's somebody. A lot of people tell me there's no perfect person out there, but I always tell them, you know, in response to that, there's a perfect person out there for you. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely. know, so so you have your 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 qualifications, your requirements, your preferences, your your likenesses. So it's like, you know, have that in your mind. Shit, some people. 
you might you may need to write it down. Have that in your mind, write it down and go find that person. You you have the freedom and the ability, especially in 2017, to to buy a plane ticket to do whatever, travel, find find that person. Now, I will say this now, when we're telling them to write it down like a lot of I know a lot of ladies in my past told me they had like a list of all these qualifications and expectations and a man. Do be reasonable in this stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna tell you to make a list. Oh, the, I actually yeah. tell you to burn that list and throw it out the door and just go live your life and <laughs> go vibe. Go vibe. Yeah, go just go meet people and like eventually like shoot your shot. Somebody, something gonna go in. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but as far as to address the like the overarching question, as far as when do men, you know, stop being whores? Shit, the answer is never. To be honest with you, like <laughs> keep that shit. I'm gonna keep that shit. I and mean, the reason I say this is the fact of no, I'm just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. hey, I, was, hey, I, just, I, I, had, I had to get her. I had to get I, her. Whoever nah, she was, is, hey, baby about, girl, I got love for you, Miss Mansfield. I was, I was about to let you rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen, you should have seen our faces. I think I'm Hey, but for real, but for real, I don't know. Like, really, like. um Honestly, man, every everybody's maturity level is just different. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. So, like, there's no, like, one question is just going to, like, really satisfy whatever you're trying to hear. Like, it just, it's, it's a, it takes somebody, just a personal decision and a choice to decide to grow up and just, like, decide, like, hey, when you, you met somebody and you're just ready to just kick it and you're ready to just, you know, live your life with just that one individual and you don't care what nobody thinks and, Whoever you had in your past doesn't matter. You're ready just to move forward with that one individual. It's something that just comes from within, from inside. It's just like somebody just has to hit you. You're like, look, this the one. Like, damn, I got to kick it with Shawty for a minute because this yeah. one right here, she makes me a better person. She like, she listens to me. Like, it's almost like she enhances who I already am. Right. You know That's what, what the so, key is right there. Right, yeah. yeah, you should enhance each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, that's that's that growth we were talking about earlier, man. Your girl, you you want somebody who's around you who's going to motivate you. Mm-hmm. You want somebody who's going to not only uh, tell you things but challenge you, make you smarter. You know, it's it's not always an argument when you're having discussions. You know, I, you know, the the girls I've I've been blessed to know and, and be around and different things like that. I'm always looking for the person that just always is there to take me to the next level mm-hmm. you know i'm always talking about next level shit mm-hmm. uh you know we up next you know we got to go to to that that upper echelon we got we're going to meet there we're going to get to our zenith so i need a partner who thinks yeah. the same way who who is as ambitious if not more ambitious you know if i want the world you know you got to be able to venture out into space so that's yeah it, yeah it's, it's just it's like that perfect like that perfect vibe. You just want yeah. to catch somebody, and it just you know it may happen when you at least expect it. A lot of times you go out there, you're looking for stuff, you're looking for somebody. Don't shit come your way, but then like when you least expect it, like your hair could be fucked up, and like you probably have no makeup on. You could be somewhere with your, your sweatpants on, and that one dude. We man, love sweatpants, by yeah. the way, man. <laughs> I like summer dresses. Amen. You know what I'm saying? But but like it could be like when you least expect it. Like you know, a lot of times women think that uh, it's questionable when they're not made up, and guys actually approach them. That if a guy is approach you and you're not dead up that might mean you know a decent guy you know what i'm saying because like he's really seeing something in you. you you're not actually presenting what you consider as your best self but you are presenting your best self because you're presenting who you really are so like these guys are coming at you sometimes you may be in a bookstore or like target or something like that give that man a chance you know and also pay attention to your dms There's a lot of these chicks that have a lot of men in their friend zone, like dudes is coming at them and stuff like that. And y'all just don't want to give these dudes no no attention. 
You know what I'm saying? Some of these dudes, okay, he may not be 6'3". I understand there's a 6'3 requirement. <laughs> yeah. Look, According to Black Twitter, every woman dates only niggas that are over 6'3". <laughs> exactly. Apparently, yeah. So, yeah. like, let's be honest, right? Average male height of a man, on average, on earth, is like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, right there. So, any man <laughs> that's above, like, 5'9", statistically, he is above average. There you go. And so, like, this whole shit about these dudes having to be 6'5", six, 6'3", six, and shit, like, drop that. Like, it's, it's unrealistic. And, a lot of people out here have these unrealistic, you know what I mean, like, goals and expectations and requirements. I mean, shut the hell up, man. At the end of the day, you need to find you a nice dude that treats you the right way. Mm-hmm. You treat him the right way. Y'all vibe. Y'all can be around each other and have good conversations. You know, the, those dull moments are, are far and few in between. You know what I mean? Like like we you touched on earlier, the person enhances you, makes you better, find things in you that they can bring out or help you bring out. You know what I mean? But people tell me these dumbass, like, high requirements and all that. And it's funny because I had this conversation on Twitter, like, years ago, right? And I was clowning this girl on Twitter. I was like, man, you sound stupid on here talking about, yeah, I only need. And she was like, only nigga, only short niggas say that. I was like, well, actually, I'm average height. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just think you sound crazy. You know and you'd be like, you shorter than me. What right, you mean? right, right. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's crazy, man. So, like, but, yeah, like, there's there's really no, back to the, the original question, there's really, like, no answer to that. It's just, honestly, that's just a, that's on a case-by-case basis. Right. And a lot of times, I mean, if you want to just do, like, general, generally speaking, you can say, like, okay, some dudes, it's more of a financial thing. He wants to make sure he's set up in life financially, you know, so where he feels like he can take care of, other people, including like you know his his wife and kids and stuff like that. If he hasn't reached where he wants to be, like financially, then or he hasn't met that in his mindset, whatever that particular threshold is, then he may not be ready to settle down. He may just like look, it, it may be best for me to be out here running around, you know, or just doing what I need to do. Or it could be some dudes. It could be more so he just he wants to experience a whole lot of experiences, yeah. and it, it and it's not until he actually experiences all of this stuff that he he won't. Be ready to settle down. New, and it's, new and pussy is a phenomenon, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> and it's real. So, like, it's just it's it's so many different situations, man. You, honestly, it just that's why you just like we talked about earlier in other episodes. Just more so about communication. Just talk to the dudes. Like, look, I'm like, what's going on? Like, hey, they may lie. You know, if they do lie, it's not your fault. You know what I'm sure. saying? But that's you shouldn't let that to you know prevent you from you know exploring you know relationships and getting to know people and stuff like that so absolutely and i I also was thinking too you know as far as when men decide to quote settle down i think at some point you know a lot of us not all of us are going to reach a point where like you know what i don't want to lose the person that i'm with Mm -hmm. you know what i mean this is the person that i want to be with i don't want to explore anything else i don't want to be in any other relationship i don't want this girl to also leave me so at that point it's like well yeah this is the one so i'll go ahead and i'll be ready to make that you know that next step but at the end of the day, um, it really boils down to them. You know, it, it, it kind of is unfortunate for women because it it just seems like the pace of relationships kind of go according to the men, right? Mm-hmm. We're typically the ones that, you know, um, buy the ring. We're the ones that propose, you know what I mean? We, they kind of do all the back-end stuff, like set the date and all that. But y'all ain't going to get married typically unless the man decides, like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and make that step. You know what I mean? So I can understand where some some women might get impatient because they're going at the man's pace. And that's, unfortunately, this is the way it is. You know, that's kind of how society goes. And it's crazy because, it, it, I mean, we say that, but on, on the opposite end of the perspective, it's like women are the one to do the choosing. You decide oh. who you allow to let in your life. Fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like dudes would be out here, like I said, you know, trying to get girls, and the girl would be like, she turn them down, yes or no, she rejects them, yes or no, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, a lot of, you know, if you allowing dudes out here to project a, 
the the pace of your relationship. Maybe you need to, you know, change your perspective on what's going on. You know, like. And then just going back to the original question about when do men stop being hoes? Like, like I said in previous podcasts, you know the type of dude that you're dealing with. You know, what I mean, when you met him and he, if he was hoeing around himself and he had women left and right, is he going to slow down just because y'all quote unquote in a relationship now? Exactly, and a lot of things. Most are, likely not. Yeah, and, and a lot of things I've seen actually in my past is women like unavailable men. They like men that all the other women like. They like that man when he walks in the room. He he commands respect and attention. All the girls are talking about it until you like actually. He like, she, he like they like Remy Hendrix. No, nah, that's not the case. No, <laughs> no. But what I'm saying, they like the truth. That's like, uh, that's right. like them college girls that date like the frat dudes, right? <laughs> yeah. And like all the girls like him on campus, and then they the dude tell them, "Oh, you'll come to our cookout," and they pull up to the cookout. And they think they about to get the first plate, and it's like a hundred other girls in line <laughs> right behind you, just trying to get their food too. And that's not, yeah, yeah no. that's that's just one example, but it, that, that even extends past college. And just like women, it's it's this. A lot of times we're saying they have this like this, this want. It's like this the unavailable man in general. It's like I think a lot of a lot of women need to learn not to necessarily stop going out there, stop going after the unavailable man. Like just go after somebody that fits the description that you need in life versus a like. What may be some stereotype that you're chasing after? Yeah. You know, it's just I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. I mean, we can, we can address this question from many angles. So I mean, I don't really have nothing else to say about that. I mean, I was just, I was just gonna say a lot of guys won't slow their roll until they reach their goals. So that, that's that was just my little take on it. Simple, plain, simple as that. Like we don't. We don't stop looking for opportunities. I'm an opportunist. No, I don't, you know, I don't call it being a savage. I don't, none of that. I'm an opportunist. So we don't stop looking for opportunities until we find the one that uh, fully satisfies us. So, you know, at the end of the day, if if you're not doing the job and my taxes say I'm single, <laughs> I'm out of here. And what they say? What they used to say to church? If you ain't married, you're single. Real rat. That's crazy. I learned that when I was living in Mississippi. It was crazy. Like, the married, old married women used to always tell me that. Yeah. I used to be like, what? And that's the wild part. It used to be the old women that say yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Real like, rat. but you, like, you really want to give me that advice, you know? But it's crazy. And it's, it's actually on, on them to just be, each person in a relationship has to keep the relationship exciting. You mm-hmm. know, you, you continually, I, you know, it's, it, you shouldn't have to look at it as like a challenge, but, you know, I want to continue to win over my girl's heart each and every day. All the time. You know what I mean? That, that, that's just, that's the excitement of it. You know? It's, man, send us some flowers. This is Go a ahead. hopeless romance. You know, y'all better check them out. Hop in her like, DMs, like man. Before, you know, my man DMs is wide, wide open. open, man. <laughs> you know, hop in her, send her some pictures, man. You, you know what I mean? strings right now. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, but yeah, man. Yeah, I guess we can go ahead and put a button on that. Ult- Ultimately, when do men stop? When do men slow down and stop being hoes? And it's kind of just when they want to. You know what I mean? When they're when they're in a position where they don't want to lose what they have, when they realize that the streets ain't got nothing that their baby at home got. So, yeah. All right, what was the, uh, the next question we had? Or if they meet somebody that makes Ooh, them realize that shit. Or if they meet somebody. You know. Like, yep. So like you know, another question that you know somebody came at me about was about football. Like you know, football is just like a second religion in the United States. You know, they actually took over like the church's day, which is Sunday, you know, and recently there's a lot of drama going on, you know, with football, but they came at me from like the health perspective, you know, the CTE um, ailment that has affected a lot of football players who have been playing football for a long time. So recently there was some, they, what came out was Aaron Hernandez, you know, the former tight end for the Patriots um, that got sent to jail for various, you know, you know, charges, murder, and, yeah. murder and stuff like that. Right. 
they recently, I guess, examined his body, they examined his brain, and what, what came about is the fact that he had CTE. And they said not only did he not not only did he have CTE, but he had a case of severe CTE, which is there's like four stages of this shit, and he had stage four. And it's crazy because I was reading another article. I wanted to know more about CTE. Of course, they had the movie that came out where Will Smith played that doctor that was going against the NFL and trying to explain how serious this is, and the NFL was trying to cover up this this disease and stuff like that, right? But there was an article that talked about playing tackle football from a young age, and it was saying playing tackle from for I'm saying playing tackle football before age 12 is tied to brain problems later on. So what basically what happened is there was a study at Boston University um, that you know had a sample of 200, 214 formal uh, football players, and they said. And I guess out of all these football players, their average age was like 51, right? And they said out of all of those, 43 of these football players played through high school, 103 of these football players played football through college, and then the remaining 68 played in the NFL. And they said, so they looked, they examined their brains and did all these tests and stuff like that and said that the researchers found that all three groups of these players who participated in football before the age of 12 had a twofold risk of problems with behavioral regulation, apathy, and ex executive function, or whatever that means. So, and they also had a threefold risk of clinically elevated, elevated depression. And so, and also they talked about like just brain damage and like at an excessive rate and stuff like that. So that got me to thinking, you know, it's just like the question was like, if you had a child, if you had a son, would you allow him to play football? The answer for me is simple, no. I think there's far too, there's so much research out there to show the damages. You know what I mean? Not only just the damages, but if we're watching the NFL right now, the NFL has to probably be the, the most racist sport out there. You know what I mean? All the owners are white. None of them are, are backing any of the black, black players for any of their, their protests for any of the well, There's one guy that's like Shawcon or something in Jacksonville, but outside of that, I think everybody else is white. But Every, no, but outside of that, nobody's speaking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. I, I read some article they were saying they studied like 200 something, like 211 brains. Mm -hmm. I think out of those 211, 210 or something like yeah. that showed signs of CC. That's a large number. And that is absolutely insane knowing the risks that are involved to have my son out there playing football. I got, you know, one of my old friends, he got he has kids and I mean he's had his sons playing tackle since they was like five, six years old. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, how much trauma are you gonna allow your child to to endure from the age of five till they get to high school? So that's that's what that's from five to senior year, that's thirteen years mm -hmm. of trauma. Like that is is no way that I that I could as a responsible adult to allow my son to sign up for something like that. You know, I, I just can't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. You're shortening your kid's lifespan. And, like, as a parent, you're supposed to, you know, nurture them. You're supposed to raise them properly. You're supposed to make sure that they have all the tools to succeed in life and uh, do everything you can to make sure that their life is better than yours. Mm -hmm. Playing football is cool. You know, you, you can play flag as an alternative up until a certain age. But tackle at a young age, I mean, to be honest, some of these kids aren't even strong enough to tackle. I mean, Kids grow at a different rate, you know, yeah. and certain things like that. So it's just not it's not fair. It's not fair to the kids. You know, they're they're trying to go out there and, and be successful in a society that praises, you know, American football as we do. You know, like you said, it was a great analogy earlier. Um, football is kind of like the new religion, you know, because it's taking over Sundays now, and it, and and ultimately it's taking over other days as well. You got Saturday with college football, Thursday, you know, Thursday, Thursday night, Monday, Monday night. night. So it, it's it's crazy, and and I always 
think about it. Like you look at all these, uh, and and people know it too. You look at all these other sports. Basketball, they got eighty-two games and playoffs. Mm-hmm. Baseball, what a hundred and something sixty-two games wow. and playoffs. Right? Football, sixteen games, four preseason, and then the playoffs. And then I read and other you know. articles where they were talking about, um, you know, they were talking about legality of marijuana and all this kind of stuff. And you know, there's been a lot of players in the NFL that's been caught smoking weed. They tested positive for it. But there was an article on The Ringer I read during the summer, and I don't remember the exact number. But I'll have to fact check this and bring it back. But they were saying, like, throughout the throughout the duration of, a, of an NFL week, the average player takes six, some sort of six pain pills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how, you know, and they linked it to, you know, how we're over, over medicating, like the opiate, the opiate um, opioid crisis. crisis and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, not only is their brain taking a lot of trauma, but their body as well. And I just, I just can't allow my child at five, six years old to put some shoulder pads on and say he's out there tackling anybody. I mean, that's just, it's just not responsible at all. I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, I don't want to tell people what or what not to do, what's right or wrong, but it's, it makes me question because like we everybody grew up playing football, whether it's in the backyard or something. On the streets, people, man. We yeah, the in the streets, yeah. concrete, yeah. Right? yeah, knocking people's you know heads off, and it's just like. But now it's so much more research that has, you know, if you just look at like medical research, there's so much research that's out there that's showing that, like, look, there are long-term ramifications, very negative long-term ramifications that come along with playing tackle football from a young age all throughout life, even if it's through high school, through college. So it's just like, does that make you an irresponsible parent for allowing your children to play a sport like that or not? And I mean, it's not even getting paid like that. That's the crazy part. You know what I mean? When the average NFL uh, shelf life, I think they said, is like a season and a half, and the average player isn't making the big bucks that, let's say, like a um, Aaron Rodgers is making or Cam Newton. I mean, it's just not worth it to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just not. I just, I'm just as a responsible parent, I can't just have my child out there. I remember when I was in middle school, I was real little in middle school. I, uh, I played tight end, believe it or not. If I ever show you pictures of when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. a little crazy, right? We were practice one day, and it was a kid bigger than me. Like you mentioned earlier, yeah, we're all in the sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, but sizes of everybody just vary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge, huge differences. And I remember I got hit in the chin, helmet to the chin, and I was out cold. My whole shit was just, I was just gone. And I remember mm-hmm. the coaches picking me up and trying to shake me up and trying to wake me up. I remember I came to, I was like, yo, what the hell just happened? And I, I got hit real hard. You know what I mean? And that's, I was in sixth grade at the time, so I was 10. You know what I mean? So imagine that happened season in, season out, mm-hmm. every week. You 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 can't withstand that. You know your body is just not built for that at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you're not built to get knocked out, bro. That's, yeah, and, that, and that's it's crazy how like when you look at the NFL, either they don't have a tackle anymore. They're just th- throwing their bodies at people mm-hmm. full speed. And even when they do things like the sports science, they show you like the the pounds of force. That these men generate. I mean, you have people, and they praise that shit, right? Yeah, I mean, Jadavion Clowney can run like a full forward. This man is what, like, <laughs> damn near three hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, <laughs> imagine him hitting you at full speed. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're gonna move like these aren't small men they're tackling. <laughs> you know, so at, at you compare them to an average person, mm-hmm. man, they can kill somebody yeah. tackling. It's, it's scary. It's, it's a grown man's game, and I lo- love the game, passionate yeah. about the game. But it's like it's so much research now that's coming out. It's just like. Damn, like I don't know that this, this right here. Like, do you do you love your life or do you like do you like the game? What's more important? Like, do you want to be you know, like do you want your brain to be cognizant in your in your older years, or or do you want do you 
I mean, like a lot of people walking around now, like their joints is hurting, like arthritis is setting in, all kind of hard, all types of ways and shit. It's just like you're damaged. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you do you care more about your health or do you care more about having fun? So it's just like I think right. it's it's a decision. So just just putting it out there. Um, you know, y'all make y'all decision on that. We just wanted to speak about that. Also, like I don't know if y'all have noticed, but at the time we recording this podcast, it's off the record joint. There's been a lot of drama that's going on with like. The, the president and like is, these athletes. Who? This is fresh. This is fresh off the off the press, man. Yeah, man. I don't know if y'all saw this, but um, what did he say? He but came out and said, "Take the gloves off." No, nah, like the president came out and said something about the oh, fact. Yeah. He said that uh, he wished that uh, the people that uh, he wished the NFL owners would you know tell these t- will pu- will punish the yeah. players who sit down. And he called the players sons, sons of, of bitches. bitches. He said, "Just get these sons of bitches off the off the field right now." Yeah. Right? Who, Basically, fire the players, get rid of them off of their team for sitting down during the national anthem because it's disrespectful. And then call them players. He called them sons of bitches. Now, I've been saying it a lot on Twitter. My bad. I've been saying it a lot on Twitter where um, they've a lot of people have been um, making the comparison where during the, uh, the Charlottesville riots with the neo-Nazis and, and the KKK that he called those same white supremacists a very fine men. Now, I'm... I'm not going to sit here and spark no debate or, or or no drama or anything, but fuck that. Like, that's crazy. Okay, you you, you calling players sons of bitches? And then he comes out and says, um, he's, oh, I'm, I'm revoking uh, Stephen Curry's uh, privilege for coming to the White House. Like, crazy. Like, Stephen Curry didn't come out and say, he already crazy. said he wasn't going to go. LeBron James came out and said something, Chris Paul, all of these people. Well, LeBron called him a bum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to see how the press. Like I ain't calling the press. I can't wait to see how 45 responds to that. But what? what I, so I woke, when I woke up this morning, I checked my Twitter and I saw it. And I looked at the time that the president tweeted it. It was 8:45 in the morning. He tweeted about on a Saturday. Know, on a Saturday, you know what I'm saying? Saturday mornings, you try and be laid up with some buns. You know what I'm saying? You think about you cuddling. You know what I'm saying? Like this this nigga woke up at 8:45 and grabbed his phone and immediately tweeted. Stephen Curry's um, invitation has been revoked. Like, dog, he wasn't coming anyway. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, it's just concerning. The, outside of Trump being who he is, he's obviously we know the type of person he is. But I, his brain just ain't there, man. There's something seriously wrong with this dude, and he's just, he's <laughs> yeah. just not fit. He, he, he likes to, he likes to create drama. I mean, you gotta think about it. But just, take your L, take your L. The nigga said he wasn't coming. Now all of a sudden you flip it, and it's like, oh, you wasn't. I'm taking back your invitation. Nah. I wasn't coming in the first place. But but look look on a bigger scale as well, right? I mean, the way he's attacking American citizens. No, I don't think any president has has done that post like World War Two. You know what I mean? Like like he's just attacking. Jamel Hill was last week. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just attacking American citizens. Like th- this is unheard of. And then like the the problems that could happen because of that. I mean, you you got um, rebellions. You you got people protesting like. Stuff like that shouldn't be happening because shouldn't be happening because the president is saying something, and it's 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 ridiculous, man. It's it's disrespectful. It's it's foolish, and you have to be aware. You you have to be. Don't be scared. You know that's the last thing you want to be. Don't be scared, but be aware because you know something bad could happen. I mean, <laughs> the way he talks about North Korea and 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 just disrespects them. I mean, like, come on, man. Like at the end of the day, like I'm still an American citizen. You're talking smack. They, all of these people see is that I'm an American. If they send a missile over here, your ass is covered. Exactly. You know, you you probably get taken into a bunker somewhere. You'll still be able to talk your shit and all that. I won't have any knowledge. That's real insider knowledge. 
You know what I mean? They they know a missile will be coming. I work in freaking Washington D.C. Right? Exactly. <laughs> they hit they hit that shit. Where the fuck am I gonna go? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna come pick me up in a truck yeah. and fly me somewhere safe because they don't understand that I'm not I'm not that important yet. But it's whatever, man. I'm more important than that motherfucker. Fuck them. All right. That's just, straight we just up. Had, we just had like a very interesting crossroad in our history, like Crazy. American history. You know what I mean? And you know, with all of the things that's happened between the Stephen uh, the Stephen Curry stuff and him calling the NFL players that are kneeling sons of bitches and all that, like. Tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day you know, for the NFL. And I, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I watched the Redskins. I consider myself a Redskins fan, but I haven't seen any of the first two games. I watched small pieces of both both games because I, I just kind of been removing myself from football in general. Like, I, like if y'all get to know me, I'm a big basketball fan, right? So anyway, tomorrow I just really hope that in a black NFL players, white NFL play, all NFL players really unite as a front tomorrow and make a stand and show their show their unity and they all take a knee. I think. You know, when you have a president that's openly criticizing, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're employees, employees of, of certain teams and of the league. How can he get on a podium and, and do that? You know, last week he attacked Jamel Hill talking about it was a, it was a fireable offense. And it's just it's, enough is enough, man. Enough is enough. So I hope tomorrow come Sunday at one o'clock. Um, everybody's taking a knee. I need to see sit that. down, I need, yeah, take sit a down, knee, take do a knee, something. Whatever. I need, I need all the players to rally. Everybody, not just the players, yeah. the, the people in the stands. Everybody, everybody, everybody has to take stand, uh, not take a stand together and show solidarity. Because enough is enough. Enough is enough. It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's just like I, I agree with you guys, man. I, I, I'm very interested in seeing what these guys do tomorrow and NFL Sunday and seeing if there is any response. I don't want to see no none of that bullshit from Des Bryant talking about I got a family to feed and all that bullshit. Like, right now is your chance. Your man. family is threatened. Exactly. You know, so we'll see. See, they man up and see if they got, if they got balls the size of grapefruits and balls the size of grapes. It started, what, 9.30 right. tomorrow in London? Oh, yeah, is yeah. it overseas game yeah, tomorrow? Yeah, they got Ravens, okay, Ravens, Jaguars. Sure. Yeah. Word, okay. Oh yeah, you off from Baltimore. You got that Ravens. I, 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 I ain't a Ravens fan. Yeah, you're, 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 mm. you're a Broncos fan, right? No, no, no. This, no. this dude ain't never been to damn the game in New England, but he's a damn Patriots fan. Are you a Patriots fan? No, no you up man. here talking about Trump with yeah, your quarterback? Exactly. Hey, hey, put a rap on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we, I, I won't even roast you tonight because of that. But anyway, check this out, right? This your DJ Remy Hendrix in the building. You know what it is. This is the wrap up. Uh, what do we call this shit? Part of my bullshit. Off the record. You know what it is. So we're going to get ready boom, to boom, this boom. Um, vibe of the day for this episode. Um, you can announce that. I forget yeah, this is my joint, man. This is a dude named Dave from the UK. He got a song called Wanna Know. It's a dope song. But he actually has a remix with uh, Drake on it. So that's the vibe for the day, man. So we out. Yeah, we out. Jealousy. Yeah. everything I wish upon my enemies. All that for them. Right back at them, what my mind keeps telling me, mind keeps telling me, I hear everything, I don't ask if it's all there, cause it better be, trust me it better be, no long talking and settling, Jizzle never won no wrestling, but he's on a big belt metal ting, streets unruly, more life for my brothers trying to better things, cause, cause when my man are running to the money, we'll be running like I. I know my man are running from them holes on the roads like whoa, 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 like whoa. A month ago you didn't wanna know, but now I'm seeing though these catties they be calling off my phone. All these men and they applaud me on the road, up a corner for my bro. Man they keep them talking on the low, man they keep them talking on the low. But all my man are bros and all my man are all my man are bros. My man them have your man them on the ropes, I'll have man them on your road. Man them in a bachelor on their own.
with a battle with a pole. I've got man and that will slap a man with gold. Night jacket on my back, I'm looking cold. It's funny how these catties wanna know, but all my man are running to the money, will be running like ah. And all my man are running from them holes and the roads like whoa, 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 like whoa. A month ago you didn't wanna know, but now I'm seeing though these catties they be calling off my phone. All these man and they blow me on the road. Free smoke. Anybody wanted, they could get it, no joke. Call up landlord, nigga, that's bro. I only link with the real ones, Lord knows.